Welcome to Make and Decorate, a podcast for makers who love to sew, quilt, and decorate. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Make and Decorate. This is a mini sewed episode 13. So we're just uh, past the uh, holiday weekend in the United States of Thanksgiving. Uh, and I think worldwide, it's probably was also Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So uh, a lot going on. And uh, for the mini-sode, I've got just a ton of stuff to talk about, update, um, some products I'm trying out, and um, uh, a referral or recommendation on a YouTube video that I watched last week. I found it super helpful, and it actually made a difference in my stress levels that were soaring through the roof um, this holiday season. So let's get started. So let me start with this YouTube video. This is um, a video from So Sweetness, her YouTube channel. She also uh, broadcasts the same video live on Facebook. Um, so Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Uh, this is her Tuesday night show called Ask Sarah. And last Tuesday, she had uh, a special guest on. It was Dr. Stephanie Palmer. And um, it was a really good show. Um, I wasn't expecting to get out of it as much as I did. Uh, so that was that was really great. And, um, you know, I don't know, I'm just, I think that type A type of person every year that um, usually does end up getting so stressed out um, when the holidays are approaching. There's just so much to do. And um, oh, you just have to decide who you're making gifts for if you're making gifts, um, you know, what your workload is like. I don't know. It's just like, I just, oh, it just got all started to get to me, <laughs> especially right before Thanksgiving. So this show was on Tuesday, right before our Thanksgiving that was on Thursday. And this Dr. Palmer, she is known in our community um, as the, um, she, her product is the Quilters Planner. And it's a really nice um, yearly planner that you can use as your daily planner, but also for not only quilting, although it is geared towards quilting because they do have quilt patterns inside of it and photographs of beautiful quilts, but you can plan any of your crafts. If you do other crafting projects, you can organize them the same way as you would quilts. So that's what she's known for, but she's also a a doctor in psychiatry, I think, or clinical something. Um, but uh, you, you'll, if you watch it, you'll you'll find out her exact her background. Uh, but anyway, uh, she had some very good tips on handling stress, uh, especially going into the holidays, and really, you know, made me rethink what 
I was doing to myself and how I was pushing myself. And really, it was just me putting these ridiculous, um, you know, um, goals and and to do lists on myself that um, was <laughs> really only affecting me in a very negative way. So um, she even said, I mean, be, be realistic about how many gifts you can really make um, for the holiday season. And she mentioned like two to three. And I was like, whoa, I mean, I have in my head like, you know, multiple times that. And she's right, because, you know, you're really not going to get them done. And if you are, you are going to literally kill yourself by staying up all hours of the nights and just not enjoying yourself, your family, your friends, and, and um, just not doing your your health, um, your personal health, any service. So um, it, it just was very clarifying for me. And I really did take a lot of handmade stuff off of my list because it just, we're, we're less than a month now till Christmas. So that's ridiculous to think that I can get through so many things by then. Um, that's why people do start making gifts in July. So it's weird because when July hits, I just never feel like, you know, starting the whole Christmas thing. But, you know, it's something to think about. And maybe if you do want to make gifts um, throughout the year for people, I know some people are very good at that. uh, That's a smart thing to do. So check that video out. I think it was very helpful. I got a lot out of it. It was what only like, I don't know, it's about 45 minutes long, but um, it went really quickly. It just really did. So um, that was good to watch. And um, then going into Thanksgiving, I ended up having a very nice time. So uh, that was just perfect timing for that video. I just kind of slowed down. I didn't, you know, again, I have lofty aspirations of all these great dishes that I'm going to make by, you know, scratch. Um, and it just... Um, you, I, you, I just work myself to death and don't like, I'm just totally like exhausted. So I kept it simple and I was still able to get be, like great, you know, homemade um, pastries and food made, but not um, to the extent to where it killed me. So Like, for instance, I didn't bake like five different pies. I kept it really simple and I just made apple pies. I made a couple of the same pie, apple pies, and I did make the crust from scratch. And those pies were delicious. They got great, you know, reviews from everyone that loved it. And I was able to make those and make them well. Instead of trying to make five different kinds of pies and pastries and, you know, maybe half of them kind of like, you know, didn't turn out exactly perfect. These turned out great. So um, I did those. Of course, I always make cranberry sauce and I did an Instagram story while I was making those. Um, So easy and so tasty and healthy. Well, kind of without all the sugar <laughs> and um, and then some chocolate chip cookies and, you know, other stuff. So but it was just um, because I simplified it, it was so much more enjoyable for me and no one else noticed that 
you know, it wasn't this, you know, gigantic feast. And really, um, then I didn't have to deal with the stress of like too many leftovers. So I, I think I definitely will, you know, keep this change in mind ongoing because, uh, you know, it's lots of times there's just too much, too much indulgences in food that you can't possibly even consume before, you know, it just goes bad or you get sick of eating it. Um, oh, another way I simplified is that I just, I didn't even make a turkey. I made ham instead. Costco has this really great ham called Master Carve, and it is so good. It's already pre-cooked and um, you just really are heating it up and it's it's better than a spiral ham. It's There's no bones in it, but it's real. I mean, it's like just like the best cut of the meat and uh, that, was, that was delicious and we had all the same type of size that you would have with turkey, but we had it with ham instead and I kind of like the change because, um, I don't know, I don't, I'm, I mean, turkey's okay, but... I know it's it's not my favorite. Uh, so that made things all a lot easier because I didn't have to baste a turkey and brine it and all the other stuff that goes along with it. I mean, that's like a couple day preparation. Uh, so what else? Oh, and then we um, I had um, my sister and her kids were in town, the three kids, and they visited us along with my parents and both of my brothers. Um, and we always do something, some type of a craft uh, with the kids. And this year uh, I have um, a nativity set. It's like a ceramic unpainted set that I got last year that I was planning to paint throughout the season this year. So um, my mom had a couple of kids types of sets of those on hand. So she brought those for the kids to paint. And um, with mine, my sister is a really good ceramic painter. She loves to paint ornaments and those types of things. And uh, she has a just a good patience level for it and a good eye and she does a really good job. So I was glad to have her there and she worked on some of my pieces and my one brother kind of did um, some of the easier parts, but of course he, that wasn't like kind of like his thing, but I was happy that he kind of participated we all had fun. And uh, I have a couple of tips for that because that's a kind of a different um, craft for me. I, I don't paint um, regularly and um, but I do think it's fun and I do enjoy it when I do but I did watch some um, YouTube videos last year when I first got this set um, but the one thing I did not know about is to put a base coat um, paint each piece with a base coat of, of acrylic paint first. I mean it makes sense because when you're painting the walls of your house you should do a, a primer as a base coat and um, we did that so we put like this off-white um, color and we just painted it all over the pieces as the base coat and it really does help the paint when you put the colors on to not soak into the porous ceramic um, and it keeps the color 
vibrant and more on the surface instead of losing it inside the inside the porous ceramic. So that worked really well. And the second tip is I I got this from um, what was a craftsy class uh, watercolor, and uh, she suggested two jars of water. And one of them you keep as like your clean water jar and the other one is your dirty water jar. The clean water jar is for when you want to mix or dilute the paint um, so that you're not dipping your paintbrush and compromising the colors and making them muddy with your dirty. When you wash, when you wash out your paintbrushes in the dirty water one, all that color comes off into the water. And then you keep rinsing your brushes in that one, and then it eventually turns like this gray color. Um, so the other jar, you just it stays a lot cleaner uh, when you're just dipping a clean brush into it to get it wet and to mix your colors together or to thin out a color. So I used that tip and I did it, and it really um, made the pieces even that more. Um, I don't know, like not professional looking, but I mean, it just was a better technique and it added some depth with when I did, was doing some shadowing and detail work. So, um, it takes a long time to paint these figurines because they're small and there's a lot of detail and, um, I want them to look nice. There is an artist called Jay Strongwater and he has these gorgeous nativity sets um, pieces that um, they're hand painted up on the east coast Rhode Island New York area and uh, they're just this oh it's they're extremely expensive because he incorporates Swarovski crystals on the pieces and paints some of the details in 14 karat, 18 karat gold. Um, and they're exquisite. Um, but they are definitely, <laughs> they're definitely um, an investment and super expensive, but they're beautiful. And I use that as an inspiration. And, um, you know, I want my pieces to look inspired by those. Not that I'm going to be painting any 24 karat gold on my pieces, but <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's just a good inspiration to work off of. So that's um, one of my winter ongoing craft projects. I've left everything out on um, the pieces on the kitchen table with the paints, you know, right there and the brushes all cleaned. And so um, that way it's easier for me to just go go there at any time that I might have some free time, 20 minutes or so, and and do a little painting. Because if I put everything away, put all the paints away and, you know, take everything off the table, I won't pull it back out again unless I have a huge block of time. And, you know, that could be like never. <laughs> so um, I think that um, that has already worked better because I already was able to paint another piece um, the other day. So I want to talk about this new sewing tool that I just got. It's not even out of its package yet, but I'm just going to tell you what it is. Um, I, <laughs> I did get another rotary cutter. It's by Martelli. 
and it is an Ergo 2000 45 millimeter right-handed rotary cutter. They make a right-handed model and a left-handed model. The handle kind of bends at sort of like this 90 degree. I mean, it's not exact 90, but it bends and you you rotary cut with it very differently than the standard ones. And it is supposed to take pressure off of your wrist and just... Um, make it so much easier on your, you know, arm, wrist, neck, whatever. Uh, So I'm going to try it because when I cut, it's really, I got this really to ease the strain when I am cutting strips, uh, the width of the fabric. So anything like for binding or just cutting yardage down into strips or squares or, you know, usable um, shapes for quilt making. So I'm really excited and interested in trying that out. Um, I have a link. Um, it's available. They do, they do sell it on Amazon by Martelli. Uh, so I, I'll use it for a little bit and then I'll come back and, um, give you a review on that. But I, they had a video and they, the, they showed how you were supposed to use it and she was cutting the fabric and displaying it, um, pretty clearly. So I have good, you know, um, feelings about this rotary cutter actually working. So I hopefully it does. I just haven't had a chance to open it and, and use it yet. But um, that's my newest little sewing tool gadget. And hopefully it will relieve some wrist pain when cutting long strips of fabric. Okay, everyone, listen to this. The Saturday before Thanksgiving uh, in Chicago, there was an event called a fiber event, and it was at a place called the Waste Shed. And the Waste Shed is a place where um, you can donate anything um, like as far as arts and craft supplies. Uh, there's um, they do they do. They donate a lot of stuff to teachers. There's a whole section for teachers where they can pick up supplies for free. And um, and that's with, with papers and, you know, there might, there's paints there. And, oh, man, there's, there's just a, you know, a ton of stuff. Um, and uh, they also have fabrics, yarn, thread. Um, I saw an old sewing machine there that said it was in working condition. Um, oh, just, um, a lot of stuff. So, but I went there specifically for this event, the fiber event, because they, uh, said they were overflowing with fabrics and they were selling fabrics in a specific section by the pound. And so they had like these, um, you know, bags, um, that you would pick up like like a Whole Foods bag and you can fill that up and then there was a scale and they would weigh it before you checked out. Um, so I scored. I, 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 I didn't know what to expect going into this um, event. I had never been there, but I follow them on Facebook and I know that they're there. I just never have taken the time to go there. 
And it is really a cute little shop. Um, and I've got some things. I talked to them. And um, you can you can drop things off like, you know, four or five days out of the week um, to donate. So I definitely will, you know, drop some things off that I don't need any longer, but that would, that's going to be recycled and reused and someone will find it. You know, it's like someone's trash is someone else's treasure. So, um, but, oh my gosh, what I got, you're not going to believe this. Well, there were two sections. So this, this one area where it was by the pound was certain things. There were notions and some fabrics, but then there was another section where it was by the yard or by, you know, they had them marked um, the, with the prices. And that section was 25% off the marked price. So in that section, I found several pieces of like yardage, like a, um, a yard and five-eighths of this beautiful quality wool fabric. I must have gotten like five different wool fabrics. Gorgeous, beautiful, um, in pristine condition. And then I got another um, yardage of black vinyl for, you know, bag making. And then there was a three yard piece of a cotton, kind of a shot cotton fabric, um, which could make a backing for a small quilt or anything. I mean, this was like a really good, it was a good uh, shopping day for me as far as uh, fabrics go. And then in the section where it was by the pound, I got, it must have been like three yards of this Pelon firm stabilizer, which can be pretty expensive by the yard when you buy it. A regular price. And that again is for bag making. I do, I have been making a lot of bags in the last like, you know, year or so because I love the So Sweetness patterns. And, um, and a lot of her patterns, you know, that's one of the um, notions that um, gets used. So I got that and several yards of a beautiful gray, double wide grow grain um, ribbon trim. And that I think I'm going to use on um, the lead edge of drapery panels that I need to make for my living room. So I was really excited because I have like specific uses for a lot of these things and fabrics that I bought. Um, And in addition to that, I got a couple of rolls of one inch webbing, um, which also can be used for bag making, but also for my dog. I can make collars and leashes um, out of that webbing and um, a couple of plaid woven fabrics. So I'm going to photograph this stuff and I'll put it up on my show notes. The other thing is, though, we got there early. We got there within an hour that they opened and it was a good thing because 20 minutes into when I got there, that place filled up and people were grabbing stuff. So <laughs> I just, I got lucky. We got, you know, thank God, because my husband knows that, you know, you should get to places when they open. And boy, was he right this time. And it was, it paid off. The early bird got the worm. Yay. Uh, so that was so much fun. It was amazing. So anyway, um, that was that was great. Okay, now fast forward to last night. 
we went to a Chicago Bulls game. It's basketball. And um, my husband got these tickets from one of their clients or vendors at work. And they were in the first row on the floor. And we were right behind the Chicago Bulls bench. The team, like I could have reached out and touched them. They were that close. However, there was a slew of security right there watching everyone, which makes perfect sense since the players are like right there. Man, this this game was amazing. The experience was so cool. I took a ton of photographs. I posted them on Instagram. So go check out my Instagram at stephanie.socha.design. And um, I got some pretty good ones because we were so close. And it was fun. I mean, like, you really heard the sounds of the game. You heard these guys talking out there and and the, the ball swishing into the net and heard the coach talking to the guys when they did timeouts. Um, so, and then you had um, these uh, servers on the floor where they take your drink and food orders and bring them to you. It was just a whole different experience. I mean, it's like, wow, that's easy to get used to. <laughs> it was a great time. So it was a nice little date night for me and my husband, which we haven't done in a while because he's just so busy with work and everything else that's going on, you know, coming up for the holidays. So that was a great just kind of like a time out for us to just have fun and enjoy each other. Um, so, yeah, I think um, that's going to be it. I'm going to wrap up this mini-sode and invite you to please rate and review the podcast. Oh, and I did just sign up for an Amazon Associates or Affiliate program. So I will be posting, because I've already been doing it, I've been posting items from with links to Amazon. And so far I have, you know, not had any revenue coming in for the podcast. And that, of course, um, really needs to change. But I understand, you know, starting out that I would have to um, build up this side of my business slowly and steadily. Uh, but um, it's time to, um, to start, um, you know, getting some revenue going here so that I keep can keep on doing this. And um, I love it. I love podcasting. And I hope that uh, you enjoy listening to it. I just wanted to put that out there and let you know that that's, I mean, right now that's the only affiliate program that um, I'm signed up with. But um, yeah, so I really appreciate you listening. And I will talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Make and Decorate podcast with Stephanie Socha Design. Come find me on my website at stephaniesochadesign.com and check out the show notes page, post your comments, send me an email, let me know what you're up to and what questions you might have. I'd really love to hear from you. Toodles. Until next time. Bye.